COVID-19 vaccinations are being uh, distributed in Ohio now and uh, uh, hopefully settling into a kind of a rhythm. And we, uh, of course, are optimistic that we may be seeing the beginning of the beginning of the end of a nearly year-long pandemic. Uh, Dr. James Schumer is ophthalmologist. He's the founder of Revision LASIK and Cataract Surgery. And it may sound unusual that we're going to talk about the COVID uh, virus with uh, an ophthalmologist, but... He's got some insight into uh, the uh, pandemic and how physicians around the area are dealing with it. Dr. Schumer, first of all, it's great to have you on the show this morning. Thank you so much. It's nice to be here. And you at Revision uh, spent a year or so uh, renovating the practice. Uh, You're just kind of wrapping that up. And you did that in the middle of the pandemic. First of all, how did it go, uh, considering all of the delays and supply problems that we all dealt with um, was the renovation project pretty successful? It was very, it's been very successful and kudos to the contractor, uh, Lincoln Construction for how they've persevered through this uh, tough times. So fortunately, uh, construction was one of the, you know, the, the primary industries that didn't get shut down. So we did not have to stop our renovations, which was, uh, a real blessing. And, um, and during a pandemic, it was a little scary, right? We're, we're increasing our infrastructure significantly to try to help uh, the growth in our industry. And yet we didn't have a crystal ball of what was going on. And we were actually shut down for six and a half weeks uh, back in March of 2020. Uh, as far as elective surgeries go, which is the majority of what we do. Um, but then, uh, you know, healthcare, we we have this pandemic. We, we understand infectious disease. We understand how to protect ourselves, how to protect our, our patients and, and, and people coming in and out of our facilities. We, we know the policies and procedures to protect everybody involved. So, um, you know, we've learned a ton about COVID over the last year. Um, at the beginning, we weren't sure how you know, it was exactly transmitted. We knew it was respiratory, but we also felt that it was, you know, on door handles and computers and, you know, you know, toilet seats. I mean, everybody was walking around with uh, alcohol and, and masking, and, and, and yet there wasn't a clear picture of exactly the transmission. Well, we've learned a ton. So this is primarily a respiratory transmitted disease. And even though, yes, uh, it, it is in the eye, it is in the conjunctiva, in the tear secretions, uh, it's mainly aerosolized uh, from when we cough or when we sneeze or even when we're talking loudly. Uh, it's been shown in experiments that uh, if you're in an enclosed space just talking, we're actually spewing little microparticles into the air and the virus can be transmitted that way. So... The primary thing is masking. Masking is absolutely the critical way to control this. And that's, as the experts, uh, infectious disease experts and healthcare professionals, that's what we've learned. So it's as simple as wearing a mask, and and I I get it, it's not easy. I'm used to wearing a mask uh, during my surgeries, and having to wear one all day long is not comfortable. It's not fun. But it is what we need to do right now 
to control and not overwhelm our healthcare system from people getting really sick from from COVID. And it's happening. It's happening in places like California and uh, in Rhode Island, where their their ICUs and their uh, their hospitals are filling up, and they their staff is overwhelmed. And so the vaccine is is going to be critical. Um, I could not roll up my sleeve fast enough to get this vaccine, and I got into the weeds with this technology, and it is phenomenal technology. So, um, you know, there's a lot of misinformation out there about this vaccine. Um, people saying it changes your DNA, it's got microchips and all this. It's not true. This is, this is incredible science and how it was developed and, and the process that we went through. We did not skirt any of the safety and efficacy. Um, you know, panels of experts, uh, you know, spewing over this data. And it's not political. It is apolitical. Um, and we did not skirt any of the safety variables, even though it happened quickly and it was unprecedented. Uh, we still met all of the safety criteria in this development. And the only thing that this vaccine does is it creates a protein. And it, it uses our muscle cells to make a protein. And that protein is the same protein on the surface of the COVID-19 virus. And so it only allows our immune system to recognize a protein, which is the protein how the virus enters our cells and attacks our bodies. But it's also the protein that our immune system recognizes as foreign. And so it mounts an immune response in the form of antibodies, and activated T cells. And so we actually get a, a bonus in this vaccine because it arms two branches of our immune system, which is not true for every vaccine. And so it is unprecedented. It is safe. It is effective. I've already had my first dose and I can't wait to get my second one. And it's really the beginning of the end of us getting through this pandemic and getting back to some form of normal, you know, normalcy in our in our communities and in our in our country and in our world. What do you think the next three months will bring then? As uh, you you all in the in the first phase begin to get your second vaccinations and uh, additional phases are added, uh, and folks start getting their first and and their second shots. And you know, the prediction is, I think it's going to be spring or maybe summer before. Pretty much everybody in the general public has had at least one shot, maybe two. What are the next three months going to look like in terms of mask wearing and social distancing and other precautions that we've kind of gotten used to over the course of these last nine months or so? Well, they really need to stay in place because, again, our, our risk is there's now a strain of this virus that is not more deadly but more infectious. So it's spreading quicker. And we're at risk still as a population and as individuals that um, we can overwhelm our healthcare system. And it's happening in places and it's, and it's desperate for these healthcare providers and these patients that can't get the care that they, that they need at the time. And so we have to be diligent as 
uh, as a country and as a community, um, when you put a mask on, you're not just protecting yourself. You're protecting everybody around you because it's been shown that 50%, up to 50% of the people that get this virus are totally asymptomatic, meaning they don't have any symptoms. They don't know they're sick, but they're still spreading the virus. And so we have the whole spectrum with this pandemic. We have the majority of people that are totally unscathed, but we have a subset that gets seriously ill and then a percentage die. And so understanding how our role as individuals are in this is is really critical. Even once we get the vaccines, we're still going to have to wear some masks. Now, I'm probably not going to wear an N95 mask all day long like I do now because they're not comfortable. But I will be wearing a more comfortable type of mask. Um, and it's just, again, the vaccine, we, we still may, may still be able to be infected once we have the vaccine. Now, what the vaccine has shown in studies is that we're not going to get as sick. We're not going to get as ill. We're not going to get blood clots throughout our entire body, which is the risk of COVID. Um, but we can still catch the virus and we can t- still potentially spread it. Those studies are still ongoing. And we're, we're again, every week, every month, we're learning more and more about this. That's why it's called a novel virus. It's new. We don't have history. And so we have a lot more to learn going forward. Dr. James Schumer, ophthalmologist, he's founder of Revision LASIK and Cataract Surgery. They perform LASIK, cataract, and corneal vision procedures. Uh, a lot of folks put off routine visits to the doctor, sometimes not even routine, sometimes very important visits to the doctor uh, for a variety of reasons. You miss, mentioned having to uh, delay elective procedures. Um it's important to you know continue to stay in touch with your health care provider, continue to go to the office, and I know from experience, cataract surgery is not something you can put off indefinitely. Uh, if, it, if you need it, you, you need it. Um, are folks getting uh, becoming more confident about going back to their health care providers for more routine procedures, checkups and screening and, and things like that? And you know, should we be confident to go visit our doctor's office again? So uh, what I would like to say is that healthcare has this. We have this. We understand infectious diseases. We've studied them. We prevent them every day in our normal routines. So you should feel comfortable and confident going to see your doctor. It is important. And we all, as physicians, we have policies and procedures in place to keep you safe and be confident of that because we are, we're protecting ourselves, we're protecting our staff, we're protecting our patients. It's our livelihood. It's so critical. I mean, for me personally, you know, vision is critical. People have to see well or they get into trouble. If you don't see well, you trip and fall and break your hip. You get into car accidents. So vision, my, my world, is, is so critical. And we've been busy. And it's because safety is our new currency when it comes to uh, patients 
access, a- accessing health care at this point. We've been watching the numbers uh, go, going up. Uh, we're, we're just used to them going up. Um, we don't so much talk about whether they go down. We just talk about how much they go up. Is it a spike or is it a, you know a, a slow curve? Um, but at some point, they're going to go down. Uh, and I think that's kind of something we're all in the back of our minds looking forward to. How long do you think it's going to be before we start seeing the number of new cases of COVID-19 decreasing, the number of uh, folks in hospitals declining, uh, the number of deaths and and folks being put in ICUs and all ventilators, all those numbers starting to go down and continue to go down, indicating that we are headed toward the the end of this pandemic. When do you, when would you look for that to happen? So there's two, there's two ways that's going to happen. One is if everybody wears a mask, we're going to reduce the numbers. But in this country, it's been politicized and it's controversial and some people don't want to do that. Um, The other thing is the vaccine. So the vaccine is really (laughs) what's going to help us get around. And and if we increase, the, the quicker we can increase immunity in our communities and in our states and in our country and in our world, the quicker we're going to get back to normal. So vaccinations and masks. And so how quick are the vaccinations going to be rolled out? We've had some sputters and and spurts and stutters at the beginning of this, Um, but we're going to get better at it. I I see we're going to have drive-through vaccination centers, um, just like we've had drive-through testing. And we need to ramp this up. We need our population vaccinated. If you think historically, uh, polio is a great example. Now, polio is, was much more tragic um, uh, for a lot of reasons with children and, and paralysis. But um, once polio vaccine became available, 100% of people lined up to get this back in the late 50s. Um, so how quick? How, how much of our population is going to embrace the vaccine? So there's there, there's 25 to 30 percent of the of our population that are saying, I, I don't want that vaccine or, or I don't trust it yet. And I want more numbers. Well, I think as you see more of millions and millions of Americans get the vaccine and believe me, the, the reporters are going to be talking about the side effects and the and the downsides to the vaccine, which they should, but have a balanced approach to that understand that catching COVID is way, probably a thousand times more dangerous than any potential danger to this vaccine. And so how quick are we going to ramp this up? And how, how much are we going to continue to embrace mask wearing? So those two criteria are going to determine when our numbers go down. As a medical professional, who do you trust when it comes to accurate information about whether it's the virus itself or whether it's the vaccine, uh, what are the go-to sources that, you know, when you're on your computer or your, your smartphone, you're checking those sources or those websites on a regular basis to really get what you believe is accurate and trustworthy information? So, great question, because I think this is one of our biggest struggles in society right now, is how do we cut through what's true and what's not true? And with social media and 
you can literally dial in to any message, any perspective that you want. And how do we discern? How, how do we understand what is true, what is factual, and what is conspiracy, what is made up, and what is opinion? This is a huge problem we have today. And I think part of the reasons why we're, we as a country are struggling with this pandemic. So my, it, it's, it's a simple thing for me. When in a time of crisis, listen to the experts. Listen to the people that devote their entire lives to studying and discerning this type of crisis. So, infectious disease specialists, that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with an infectious disease. And there are people that devote their entire lives to this. And so sources like the CDC and the FDA, there, there is no perfect organization, right? We're humans. We're, we're not perfect. But what I tune into is experts that deal with this on a daily basis and a career basis. That's who I dial into. Dr. James Schumer, ophthalmologist and founder of Revision LASIK and Cataract Surgery. Their practice is up on Polaris Parkway, newly uh, renovated. If you'd like to know more about the practice, you can uh, check out their website, revisioneyes.com. But they do perform LASIK, cataract, and corneal vision procedures to uh, enhance vision. And uh, Dr. Schumer, great insight this morning from a medical professional on COVID-19, the vaccines, where we're going, and, and uh, you know what we should know heading into 2021. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me.